0: The Big Rab Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show Podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you, folks? Let me adjust my microphone. Yeah professional podcaster, as always. (laughs) Yeah, if this is your very first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then aye, we can be a bit rough and ready sometimes, but yeah, we are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we're here talking about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland bagpipe and its people. There we go. We got the introduction straight out of the way. There you go. So, ah, well, here, following last week's podcast, actually, where we've shooken things up a little bit, changed the format a little, moved things around, and, uh, yeah, we got some great feedback from people, actually saying that they love the refresh. So, thank you, everyone. It's great to know, you know, when you try something and... uh Yeah, you expect it to fail, uh, but you you find that it actually works, and people are happy with it. So, hey, there you go. Now that that happened through a process of listener mail, which we're about to get into. Uh, But first of all, I have to give a plug for our Patreon. Yeah, shout out to everyone over there on Patreon who have clicked support and are helping our wee show keep the wheels turning. I have to say a massive thank you to everyone there on Patreon. We've got a huge community over there, and yeah, last week we did get a couple of comments saying, "Oh, here." Was that an episode of Rab Show Plus on the end of last week's podcast? Well, yeah, there was a little clip of it included as a little bit of a teaser. Hmm, that may well have been done on purpose. So, yeah, if you heard the G1 mention at the end of last week's podcast, then stay tuned because there is a little snippet of Rab Show Plus on the end of last week's podcast. Yeah, just for those of you who uh, don't skip past the ads and stuff, and uh, see, you you might miss little bits like that. But yeah, shout out to those people who did email us in and notice that little clip of Rab Show Plus, uh, which is normally, you know, an episode or, yeah, a complete big Rab Show Plus that is produced for just Patreon subscribers. So there's a a whole dose of other stuff back there, exclusive interviews, performances, videos. Lots of backstagey stuff. stuff. Uh, and then, yeah, as you just heard, that like episodes of Rab Show Plus. So, yeah, shout-out to our Patreon faithful. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for clicking on support. Uh, so, yeah, if you would like to help support ourselves, then you can do. Go over there to Patreon and click on support. And, uh, yeah, you get your mitts and all that extra stuff. Indeed all right well as you guessed it we're going straight into listener mail our email address has never changed from the outset of the show it's bigrabshow at show at com. that address again bigrabshow at gmail.com and yeah you guessed it most of our email that we received this past week was all about the new format the bit of a shake-up that we had around the show and uh, yeah a lot of people seem to be fans of it however if you're not a fan of it and you want it to return to normal the way it used to be then uh aye email us in. Now I have no doubt at all that this week's topic of the week about competition uh, will definitely generate some conversation. So uh, yeah, we are bracing ourselves for the onslaught possibly of listener mail. So yeah, as always if you do have any comments, queries or anything like that that you would like to talk about on this week's show or any other show for that matter, then do email us bigrabshow at gmail.com Well, if anything, I will reference an email where the listener has asked not to mention their name. uh, But they have listened back to some of our live shows. uh, Big Rab Show Live for episode 100. Uh, Apparently, they really enjoyed that episode and want to know when will we be doing another live event. Uh, Well, that's a very good question. But rolling into 2023, uh, ourselves and Rab Show team, we're working on some possibilities. All right. There are many different, you know... Coal's in the fire, and yeah, we'll just see which one uh, we we look at. I know I'm being very cryptic now. But yeah, if you guys would like to see another live event, another Rab Show live, then yeah, definitely get in contact with us and let us know, because yeah, sometimes whenever you arrange these things, you always have the fear that no one will turn up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if we know that, you know, you folk out there would definitely come to another Rab Show live event where we have, you know, live music and giveaways and charity fundraising and all that kind of good stuff, then yeah, we'll do our best to arrange one. Well. So, yeah, let us know. BigRabShow at gmail.com. There you are. All right. Well, uh, yes, time to get into the next bit of the show, then, shall we? It's time for Word of the Week. <laughs> Word of the week here on the Big Rapshot Podcast. Maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this week's Word of the Week is a, uh, well, it's kind of a dirty word at this time of year, isn't it? Huh? Now, I do know there are a load of bands out there right now who are struggling with maintenance. Yeah, all that stuff that you don't really look at much throughout the year is now suddenly getting attention. I do know a lot of bands, especially the pipe cores, are all settling in with new reeds. The month of January is normally when you do get your new reed handed to you. Uh, You know, pipe major says, right, here you go, it's all set for you. This is the cha- this is the, the chanter and the reed I want you to play this year. And, uh, good luck. And whenever you, you put it into the stock and everything, you blow up and you find this thing's like a two by four. And can you get this reed to sound at all? Uh, what's wrong with it? Y- y- yep. I don't know. Last season was so easy. How am I going to blow this thing this year? And, uh, I could go on, but yeah, maintenance. Now, not only for pipers, you know, look, rehemping things and looking at their hemp and everything, uh, but also for drummers, you know, polishing, tuning, that this is the time normally when drums get completely stripped back, uh, from my experience. This is the time where I take top bottom head, remove all the snares, grease everything up, you know, give it all a real good shine and polish and then, Yeah, back on with the new heads, the new snares, and just hope everything goes back the way it came and actually sounds like a drum when it gets put together again. Uh, That's when you lose the lugs under the sofa, you can't find your drum key, then you've overstretched your snares already. Yeah, frustrating. But yeah, maintenance. It's so important, and it's one of those things that can really jump up and slap you in the teeth at the most inopportune time that one time where you need your instrument to work correctly yeah is the one time where you know perhaps you didn't look at your hemp that week or maybe you didn't even play your pipes that week or perhaps you didn't change your drum head or "Ah, it'll do another week or two yet and then suddenly "Mm, no computer says no and your instrument just decides to go nope not today yeah we've all been there, haven't we? yeah so maintenance I do know a lot of folk out there are heavily into their maintenance at the moment, so good luck and that's what what inspired this week's word of the week. uh I have to give a shout out actually uh to Andrew Shey uh I called out to Andrew's house uh, because I wanted to learn how to hemp a set of bagpipes and yeah, I hemped my first uh, drone stock and all that. Yeah, I hemped my first set of pipes. It was all a, a huge learning process. And thankfully, Andrew had lots of patience uh, for yeah to teach a drummer how to, to lap a stock. Uh, It was a lot of fun, let's say that, because you would do one layer of it, you think, oh, I didn't do too badly there, there's no great bumps, it's all nice and flat and everything, all nice and straight, and then Andrew would cast his eye over it and go, hmm, yeah, do that again. (laughs) Oh, so hemping pipes can be, uh, it's a learning curve, Uh, let's say that, Uh, so yeah i learned a lot so thank you to andrew for yeah putting up with me as i called out and uh, yeah we had a lesson in hem- hemping and it was actually a lot of fun actually you know sitting around the table having a yarn a bit of crack uh while trying not to mess up the hemp on this set of pipes it was a lot of fun so uh yeah There you go. Just wanted to throw that in there. Shout out to Andrew and your patience. Thank you. And uh, yes, uh, learning how to hemp things was definitely a bit of a process. For a drummer who's just used to hitting things, to having to learn the intricacies of hemp. The different kinds of it. Oh my word, I had no idea. Yellow hemp, black hemp, waxed, unwaxed. Oh my goodness, there's so much choice. And uh, yeah, there was the debate as well whether to use like Teflon tape, you know, plumber's tape. Stuff like that. I've heard of that being used as well. And some people say, oh, that's great. Some, no, don't use it. Some, you know, it causes cracks and things. Uh yeah, I've learned so much. And, yes, I know that a lot of you folk out there are struggling with all of this right now. All of your maintenance work. So, that's inspired this week's Word of the Week. There you are. Maintenance. Get it done, folks. Get your maintenance done. Don't neglect it. There you are. All right. Moving on. So, from Word of the Week, then we're into our next favorite section then, I guess. Yeah, we've actually got one this week, which has been a wee while, I suppose. But yeah, it's time for Weekly Drone. It's the Weekly Drone. Rab, why, why, why do people feel the need to be negative when players say they are moving bands? It's a hobby, and people can play wherever they like. The pipe band is such a small world that word soon gets back they will never get a game there. They weren't that good anyway. Is it all about saving face and they are actually worried about how this leaves their own band? Why can't folks just wish them all the best and move on? Ah, Weekly Droner. We've no idea who you are, so we don't know you know what your situation was but honestly i do think this is quite a common complaint normally does happen around the winter months as we affectionately call it as transfer season where we we get word of people changing bands you know for various different reasons you know it could be family reasons personal reasons geographical reasons or you know competitive reasons you just don't know uh But I know from my own past experience uh, with having people either join the band that I was in or even leave it. Yeah, this has been commonplace uh, where you normally get all the chat and the gossip. Or, yeah, the unfortunate Uh, bad-mouthing. Oh, I had a terrible time at that band there. Sure, they're going nowhere. And I'm going to go somewhere else and play with these guys. Sure, they're winning prizes all over the place. Yeah, it's very common. And, yeah, you're quite right in saying that. That the bagpiping world is a small world. And we all know each other as well. And, yeah, gossip gets around. And as much as, yeah, you might... You know, think it's a good idea to go into a band hall and start slagging off the last band that you were with. Oh, see them? Oh, they were terrible. Ah, oh, here, they couldn't even play a pair of opening rolls. <laughs> oh, yeah, the amount of times that's happened in my experience, it's very common. And yes, I would have to agree with you. It's an unfortunate thing that's part of the piping game. I wish it didn't happen, but it does happen a lot. And like that Weekly Droner there, I just wish it didn't, yeah. So if, for whatever reason, you do decide to leave the band you're with and go to another one and take up the challenge with a different band in a different location, possibly different grade, even the same grade, whatever your reasons are, I yeah, I would just ask to please refrain from what we call in Northern Ireland slabbering. <laughs> Yeah, if you could maybe pull the reins a bit and think, well, maybe I'll just not slabber about that band I was with because, you know, yeah, word might get back to them. And all it does is just cause more ill feeling. And, yeah, that's unnecessary, really. So, I don't know. That's my own opinion. But you guys can completely disagree with me. And uh, I can see the angry emails coming in now. BigRabShowGmail.com I do think that this is a very common problem. It's been... Yeah, the happening for as long as I can remember, anyway, in the piping scene. Um, So, yeah, I I just wish it didn't happen, is the thing. So, there you go, Weekly Droner. Yeah, it is a gripe. It's a moan. It's a drone. It's exactly what we're after. So thank you for airing your opinions here on the show. And yeah, hope you appreciated mine for what it's worth, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, if you do have your own weekly drone, you can submit it to us, of course, completely anonymously, as that past weekly droner just did. You can go to our website, com. There's a big button right at the top of the website at saying weekly drone. And you can give us your story, your thoughts, your feelings, any moans, as you've just heard. Uh, completely anonymously. No identifying factors at all. No chance of recourse. So, yeah, it's an open mic for you guys to air your thoughts and opinions. And I thought this one uh, was an interesting one. Yeah. I'm sure it's a shared one. I'm sure all of us have experienced this in the band scene at some time or other. Uh, So, if you have, let me know. Let me know I'm not alone uh, in experiencing this. (laughs) But, yeah, I've definitely noticed this happening in the scene quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Alright so that email address bigrabshowgmail.com if you have experienced that. That's an interesting one isn't it? Yeah! Wallace Bagpipes Quality, Pride and Passion made in Scotland! Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers! Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Well, after all of that, I guess, with Word of the Week and Weekly Drone and Listener Mail and all that good stuff, well then, you guessed it, then it's time for our next section of the show. Now it's called, well, What's the Crack This Week? Hey Rob, what's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hi, Rob. What's the crack this week? Rob, 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 what's the crack this week? Well, some of the biggest news stories that happened this past week uh, from across the pipe and scene are as follows. The pipe band scene in New Zealand suffered quite a tragic and sad loss this past week uh, with the announcement of the passing of Ian. Robertson, otherwise known as Robbo. Ian was a lifelong member of the New Zealand Police Pipe Band as well as a previous pipe major. And we'll talk more about this tragic loss in a moment or two. On to another news, we have uh, McClellan Bagpipes, who have opened the doors on their new headquarters in downtown Zebulon, there in North Carolina. We'll talk more about that. Also, of course, Yeah we have to mention it Winter Storm happened this past week And there was a lot of piping and drumming to unpack there We'll talk more about that in a second But also the Celtic Connections Festival opened its doors as well So as one event closes with Winter Storm Another one begins with Celtic Connections So we'll get into all of that And all of the news and updates So that's pretty much it for that What's the crack this week (laughs) MacLennan Bagpipes ...by North Carolina artisan instrument maker, Roddy MacLennan... ...from Euston, Scotland, proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters... ...to Ali the Piper. One-of-a-kind instruments, crafted from the finest materials... ...using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality... ...guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument... ...but also a work of art. Custom made for you, in a variety of wood, with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment service is also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Okay, time for all of your news and updates. And as you heard there in Watch the Crack, uh, yeah, we're talking about the incredibly sad uh, announcement that we received from the New Zealand Police Pipe Band just last week about the passing of Ian Robertson, otherwise known as Robbo. As I said before, he was a life member of the New Zealand Police Pipe Band, but also a previous pipe major. Now, on the announcement that we also got from the New Zealand Pipe Band Association, they detailed all of his life in piping and also that he was an active adjudicator. He was also heavily involved in teaching and competing all across New Zealand and internationally as well. And this sad passing of Robbo has been felt on a global scale. I've seen announcements here personally, here locally, by by pipe major Emmett Conway from Shots, uh, obviously, who would be very close to Robo. So, from all of us here on the Big Rab Show team, yeah, we want to send our sincerest condolences to everyone there at the Royal New Zealand Pipe Band Association. Of course, to everyone there as well at the New Zealand Police Pipe Band to all of his friends and family, to Claire, to Neve, and to all the Robertson family at this tragic time, yeah, we just want to send our sincerest condolences. Right. So, such a sad loss for everyone there in New Zealand. Our thoughts are with you all. All right, so on to our next news story. As I had mentioned earlier uh, about the McLellan Bagpipes folks and them opening their brand new headquarters. Now we've been following this story for a while, where they have been working on this brand new building, installing machines, and all of the hard work that's went on behind the scenes. Uh, where McLellan Bagpipes uh, make bagpipes and small pipes, you know, bespoke and do a pile of repair work and all of that stuff. You can go to McLellanBagpipes.com and you know follow the whole story. They've you know. Been ...publishing stuff up on their social media now throughout all of this journey. So, yeah, I just wanted to drop them a congratulations on this week's news and updates. They're finally moved into their new home in Zebulon, which is always really fun to say. So, if you're in the North Carolina area, then please do consider calling in through the door there at McClellan Bagpipes. And uh, I've absolutely no doubt that once you go through the door, you'll probably walk out the door with a set of pipes under your arm. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, shout out to McClellan there. And, yeah, congratulations on the opening of your brand new headquarters. And it does look quite nice, actually. You know, looking at all of that, the photos and stuff, it just looks very plush. Very nice. And a lot of hard work there put in behind the scenes. So, congratulations, McClellan Bagpipes. Now, we did get some listener mail in from last week's show. Because there was a story that we neglected to mention. And, uh, yeah, we got a thorough rap on the knuckles for last week. uh, So, yeah, that was... Yeah, completely my fault it was a story that hit the cutting room floor completely by accident. We have to mention that pipe major, Stuart Little, of course, of Inverary Pipe Band, has been awarded an MBE in the King Charles III and his first ever, actually, New Year's Honours list. Yeah, now, this is absolutely incredible. So Stuart has been quoted uh, only an hour or so after learning that he's you know getting the accolade. Uh, his quote is... I'm a wee bit shocked and, of course, thrilled. <laughs> they are humble to the end, I think. So there you go. So Stuart is receiving the accolade of MBE for services to piping and music education. There you are. So next time, uh, once I be chatting about Stuart Little, I'm going to have to mention the letters after his name. So full congratulations to Pipe Major Stuart Little there. Well deserved. Absolutely. So, yeah, there you are. Pipe Major Stuart Little, MBE. Indeed. Now, also, as well as Stuart receiving an MBE, uh, there's also another honour in there. We have Donald Armstrong from Dingwall in Scotland. Of course, he's receiving a BEM for services uh, to teaching piping in the community there. So, there you are. So, shout out to Donald Armstrong and to pipe major Stuart Little. Yeah, both picking up honours in the King Charles' first ever New Year's Honours list. All right. Well, I think at this point it's been remiss of me that I haven't mentioned it to this point. But, yeah winter storm as you heard him watch the crack there was so much happening at winter storm i have to give a massive massive thank you to everyone there at the pipers dojo for all of your hard work with the live streaming and everything at winter storm we know how difficult it can be providing a live stream of any event and i have to say the folks at the pipers dojo were simply incredible the quality of the live stream the audio the visual Absolutely perfect. So, yeah, thank you to the Piper's Dojo. Now, they covered many different aspects. Uh, they live-streamed multiple uh, disciplines and that and grades and all of it. So, go and check it out if you haven't had a look yet. Those performance and live-streams are all up there now on the Piper's Dojo uh, social media page. Plus, of course, we've shared them out on the Rab Show socials as well. So, you can go and check that out. Uh, so, of course, the Winter Storm concert as well was all available. You can watch that entire thing back again. Uh, all free of charge. Uh, all they really ask you, uh, whenever you're checking out these live streams and stuff, and all of the piping action from Winter Storm, they're asking if you can please consider dropping them a donation. So when they do include a link and everything where you can donate, you know, £2, 3 five, pound, five, six, seven, whatever you have, uh, that can really help go a long way supporting Winter Storm uh, for future events. Uh, so again, I have to show my appreciation straight off the back to the guys at the Pipers Dojo that done a Absolutely outstanding job. So much great piping and drumming live stream there. And uh, yeah, I did happen to tune in to most of it. There was a couple of events that I did manage to miss, uh, you know, because I do work a day job. Unfortunately, I did manage to miss some of them, uh, but I did manage to go back and rewatch them again. So that was brilliant in itself to be able to do that. So yeah, shout out to the guys at the Piper's Dojo. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. So they are. If you can, please go to winterstorm.net and go and drop them a donation to say a huge thank you because they really do deserve it. It was fantastic. All right. Talking about the actual results then, shall we? Uh, well, the solo pipe in the professional grade, of course, the Peabrook gold medal went to Andrew Carlisle. Yeah. Well done, Andrew. Uh, so the North American gold medal for the light music went to Matt McIsaac yeah now the light music competition was one that i really enjoyed uh but t- t- yeah how how to pick a winner out of all of those no idea but yeah full congratulations matt McIsaac. absolutely well deserved there fantastic stuff into the silver medal Peabrook, then it went to uh, Blaise Theralt. Now I've probably completely pronounced that incorrectly, and I am waiting for the angry messages coming in. Uh, but well done, yeah, <laughs> the silver medal Peabrook winner. Uh, also, then onto the light music for silver medal went to Joe Biggs. Not bad, well done. Now, of course, you had all of your amateur competitions as well. The Peabrook Grade One went to Cam- Cameron Bonner. The light music went to Cameron as well. Grade 2, Peabrook went to Abby Long. The light music went to Paul McKay. Yeah, Grade 3, Peabrook went to Melanie Brown. And the light music went to Augustin Arguelles. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong too. Let's move on to the, the drumming then, shall we? The gold medal professional drumming went to Robert Graham. Yeah, now this was an incredibly stiff competition. Managed to watch the professional grade and just could not separate them, so... Yeah, some outstanding performances there. Uh, One of which that really grabbed my attention, well, a couple of them actually, uh, was Grant Maxwell, who really played a blinder, I thought was really good, and Derek Cooper as well from Inverary. Whoa, can I say that was special. Uh, But yeah, honestly, across that professional grade at snare drumming, it was really special. Go and check it out. Also, at grade one, then for snare drumming, we had Sloan Pierce, who picked up the top spot. In grade two, we had Tony Tadero, who lifted it. So well done in grade two. Grade three, we had Eric Laguerre. There you are. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong as well, but well done. On to the bass drumming then. For gold medal, we had Andrew Elliott. Yeah, of course, from FM. Yeah, so well done, Andrew. Uh, In the amateur uh, bass drumming then, we had Eric Legere. Yeah, there you are. Not bad at all. So picking up a price in snare drumming, but also in bass drumming too. Not bad. Onto the tenor drumming then. In first place we had Danielle Hamilton Cooper. Not bad Danielle. Fantastic stuff. Uh, in the amateur tenor drumming then we had Anna Irvine. Picking up the top spot there as well. So there you are. Now... As I say, you can go and look at all of these results more in detail. Not only the top spot who won what, uh, but also your yeah, your silver and bronze medals for each of these as well. So go and check that out. It's up there now on the Winter Storm website for all your details of your prize winners, all your competitors and where they fell uh, You know individually in the prize givings and stuff. All very interesting stuff. Uh, but yeah, again, I have to say, Winter Storm seems to be getting bigger and better. Now, and now, I do realise this is post-pandemic, and yeah, certain events may have taken a bit of a back step during the course of the pandemic, but them reopening the doors, they're rebuilding. Well, can I say that Winter Storm don't appear to be rebuilding? They've certainly hit the ground running. This event just continues to grow from strength to strength. It's absolutely on my bucket list. So anyone from Winterstorm listening right now, i would love to go <laughs> so yeah if there's an invitation for Rab rap show to go to winter storm then hey would love to go there and interview everybody that would be fantastic so yeah there you go winter storm 2023 i have to say it's a roaring success well done to everyone who was competing but also to everyone who took part in all of the workshops and stuff and uh, yeah checking out the concert from some of the alumni as well that was very entertaining Also, come on, you folks know I'm a massive Fred Morrison fan, and just watching Fred on stage, just tearing it up. Oh, man, can Fred Morrison play, man. Wow. And, uh, yeah, watching Fred playing live is always a pleasure. Uh, So, yeah, just go and check it out. All those recordings are all up there. We've shared them all out there. Uh, Thanks again to the Pipers Dojo. Go have a watch at them. There's a wealth of music there for you to enjoy. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to Winter Storm. What a cracking event it's been. I'm looking forward to next year. <laughs> so, as as I said before, yeah, as Winter Storm closes its doors, then Celtic Connections open theirs. And tomorrow night, actually, at the point of me recording this, on the 19th of January, yeah, Celtic Connections opens the doors. And they're starting things off with a bit of a bang yeah the glasgow royal concert hall with a huge 30th anniversary concert this is going to be something special what a way to start the festival and then after that then good luck to you yeah the celtic connections festival is absolutely massive now i'm saying there are loads and loads of great celtic and folk bands playing throughout the festival but not only that, a wealth of bagpiping as well. Uh, some particular highlights for myself. We've mentioned here on the show uh, before, but I have to say, the return of the Treacherous Orchestra on this on Saturday the 21st. The Treacherous Orchestra are back. Oh, I, I, I can't tell you just how excited I am to see the Treacherous are back. But also bands such as Talisk, Project Smock... Uh, pff, There's so many. Plus, of course, we did mention Not Your Ordinary Pipe Band Concert. Uh, Names and Places... Yeah, we've mentioned that on last week's podcast, we had uh, Lauren McDougall on the show, hearing all about it and just why it was such a special uh, show to be putting on and why you guys should be going to that. So go and check out last week's pod if you haven't already. For more information on everything to do with Celtic, th- there's just way too much for me to even list here. Uh, go along to the website, CelticConnections.com. Uh, they have you know, all of the featured artists listed everything on their What's On all the way from the 19th of January through to the 5th of February. There are weeks of just blistering music and piping aplenty. Now, there's even unofficial sessions and stuff that I know that happen throughout the city that aren't official ticketed gigs that happen as part of Celtic. Uh, So, you know, after a big gig, say, in the concert hall, the musicians gather in, like, a local pub and start playing tunes. And even those can be blistering as well. So, yeah, Celtic Connections, absolutely a smashing festival. If you haven't ever been, then, yeah, I would recommend it for sure. But even for your curiosity, go and check their website. There is a wealth of great music played at this. Uh, so not only, you know, from some of the usual names that you're aware of, but a lot of new up-and-coming artists cut their teeth at Celtic Connections. And then, you know, on occasions, we do see them playing at events such as Piping and Live and stuff like that as well, you know? So, hey, I don't know. I, I, I've mentioned it now until I'm blue in the face. I've been talking all about it on Fuse now this last few weeks. There are a ton of great bands out there that's playing at the Celtic Connections Festival. Go and check it out. dot Yeah, very excited to see it opening its doors with the big anniversary concert tomorrow night. And then, yeah, it's, oh, just music aplenty. Way too much for me to talk about here and news and updates. I'll be keeping you here all week, reading out hashtag lists of gigs that you need to see. Uh, but, yeah, definitely for pipe band fans, I would go and check out uh, Names and Places 2023. Uh, so that's going to be a special one for sure. There you are. All right, moving on. Now, on our previous Big Rab Show podcast, we were talking about a job opportunity that was coming up with the Brisbane Boys College. They were looking for a new head of bagpiping. Well, they've now since appointed a person in that job. So congratulations to Jamie Hawk, who's been appointed as the new head bagpipe instructor there at the Brisbane Boys College. Now, he'll start his job, well, in January. So he's, yeah, straight into the job. So uh, Jamie is the current pipe major, of course, of Canterbury, Caledonian. So, Yeah, definitely a worthy tutor. Now, I couldn't believe this when I read that, when I was doing a bit of research on Jamie. They're actually three-time reigning national champions there at New Zealand. So I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's, you learn something new every day. There you go. So, I shout out to Jamie. Yeah, brand new head of bagpiping instruction there at Brisbane Boys College. What's wrong with me? I can't talk. But, yeah, a worthy appointment, but, yeah. That's, that's very exciting for Brisbane Boys College there. So I expect to see even more great blistering piping coming out of that school. That's fantastic stuff. <laughs> so also on the podcast this week, I have to give a mention to the city of... Augustine Pipe Band. I'm probably completely pronouncing that incorrectly. And apologies. But uh, I just wanted to give them a shout because they posted it on their socials that the band actually took first place uh at the opening of the season at the Central Florida Highland Games. Yeah, now I wasn't aware that these games were actually happening until I started seeing announcements from various bands that they were taking part. And in this case... Thanks to the City of Augustine. uh, Actually, winning prizes. So, yeah, congratulations to everyone. There you go. Winning prizes. If you do have any clips or little photos from that event, then please do let us know. Yeah, but uh, we've seen pretty limited updates from it. Uh, But if you were there in attendance or even if you were competing, then please let us know. The Central Florida Highland Games. Yeah, interesting one. There you are. I think the City of Dunedin were involved in that as well. I think I remember seeing that their Grade 4, possibly the Grade 3 was involved. Uh, There you are. So, yeah, any further updates from that event, please let us know. But I think the next one that's coming up is the Northeast Florida Highland Games, which I think is coming up in February time. Now, I I could be completely wrong, uh, but if anyone has that information, actually, on when that next competition is, let us know. We'd love to know more about that. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving on to the next news story. I have to give a mention then to the news story that's been rattling around this last while, talking about BBC Radio Scotland. Yeah, now we mentioned it briefly on last week's podcast about, yeah, BBC Radio Scotland and their possible plans about making changes to their bagpiping content. Now, it's been reported on many different newspapers across, well, especially national newspapers here in the UK, about shake-ups and changes in the BBC lineup. Uh, well, this story has continued to grow uh, following the reports in the papers, and there is now an online uh, petition where people are being encouraged to sign and make a record of their objection to these upcoming suggested changes. Now, these proposals, I guess, have, again, just been rumoured. I don't think there's actually been anything official from the BBC right now talking about what their proposed cuts will be. But it has been kind of rumoured that BBC Scotland may well be getting rid of uh, a lot of their kind of classical music programs, their jazz music programs, but also their piping content is being looked at as well. Now, this is uh, content for both BBC Radio Scotland and also for uh, BBC on their uh, Gaelic station there. So... Yeah, I have to say this is kind of a strange story because, as I said, we have not received any official announcements from BBC Scotland at this point. Uh, as far as I'm aware, these are just reported in newspapers. Uh, so, again, we are reporting that a report has been made. Uh, so, we're quoting our sources here. Bagpipe.news has shared out this uh, petition that's online and it's been shared widely across social media. Uh, so, Go to change.org if you are interested. There is an ongoing campaign to save the pipeline show, even though we haven't really had an official announcement from BBC Scotland about the proposed plans. So that's interesting in itself. Uh, But seeing the amount of public outcry and all of that, it's kind of encouraging that folks out there are really keen to see bagpiping content in a national broadcaster such as the BBC. It's an interesting one. But as I said... Full disclosure, we are quoting references here from national newspapers who are reporting this story and from websites such as bagpipe.news as well as pipestrums.com. They've covered this as well. And uh, we are reporting that a report has been made. I don't think there's been anything really officially announced yet by BBC uh, with regards to their Radio Scotland content. So... It's an interesting one. So until we hear an official announcement from the BBC themselves as to what their actual plans are, then we'll possibly talk more about this topic. Uh, But uh, until then, we're reporting that there is an online petition for a report that there could be something reported and it's all a little odd i guess uh, but yeah go and check it out for yourselves it's up there now in bagpipe.news you can go and read the full details of the report about the report and uh i guess we'll see where it all ha- what happens i guess so and yeah as we as this story continues to develop and hopefully we will see some announcements by bbc in the near future and we'll find out more information about this and what the plans actually are then, yeah, we'll report it in more detail. But until then, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. But it is definitely a very interesting uh, story, one of which that we will continue to follow, as I'm sure you will too. All right, I have to give a mention to the Glasgow Sky Pipe Band, who just a couple of days ago published photographs of the band back at band practice again. Yeah! Go on the sky! you! I was so happy to see this. Everyone sitting at tables with practice pads and chanters. Oh, it was so good. And I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I was going through each photograph to see if I seen any faces I recognize. And yeah, there's a lot of folk in there that I know hasn't played and a wee while since Glasgow Sky, you know, made the announcements that they weren't be able, won't be able to feel a competitive band that was bitterly disappointed by all of us in the pipe and scene who really love Glasgow Sky, and yeah, these photographs of seeing the band back again, working hard, working on brand new music very encouraging and uh, so, yeah for us glasgow sky fans we were all sorts of chuffed so yeah shout out to the mighty sky you yeah. it's just awesome to see us back at band practice again and uh, yeah working on the new stuff and uh, we can't wait to hear it by the way yeah so oh just such good news to see glasgow sky back uh so yeah that, if anything i probably should have included that in monster the crack shouldn't i <laughs> anyway On this week's pod, I did want to give a a very quick shout to Clocker and District. Now, we did mention this on a previous show, uh, but we have to mention it again and District are still on the lookout for tenor drummers. Yeah, so for those of you here in Northern Ireland who maybe are on the fence about whether you should compete this year or not. Uh, well, they're actively looking for tenor drummers. Now, they have to be specifically able to play at Grade 3 level. They're not looking for beginners here. They are looking for people out there who have tenor drumming experience. So... As we all know, Clocker and District can be an ultra-competitive pipe band. They have a full complement of pipers and snares, but they are just on the lookout for tenor drummers. So, if you are eager to hit that circle and maybe haven't got a band yet, then please do consider going and give Clocker and District a bit of a shout. Yeah, all their details are up there on their social media, you can find them. Uh, Clocker and District, just drop them a quick message saying, Hi, I want to come down to band practice and play a tenor with you. That I'm sure they'll be very glad to see you coming through the door. So there you are, Clocker and District, on the lookout for tenor drummers. Indeed. Also, I have to give a mention to the Belfast International Tattoo. Seems to be I'm pretty much announcing stuff from them every week. Uh, but that's for good reason. Belfast International Tattoo are making announcements pretty much every other day, every couple of days, uh, where they are announcing their lineup. One such band that really did pique my interest was Auckland Police Pipe Band. Yo! Oh, man! All the way from Auckland... That, oh, that's going to be exciting. So, yeah, shout out to the Auckland Police Pipe Band. Really looking forward to seeing them at this year's Belfast International Tattoo. Now, not only them, but we also have Ballygun Pipe Band as well. Go on! Go on, the Ballygun! Yeah, really looking forward to seeing them too. Oh, and their distinctive green kilts and everything. Oh, Brilliant. Really looking forward to seeing Bally going there at the tattoo. Now, I'm, yeah, I could sit here and just read a hashtag list to you all, what's happening at the tattoo, but you can go and check it out yourself. Uh, it's all up there on their social media, Belfast International Tattoo, along with where you can go and grab your tickets as well. Of course, SSE Arena box office or their own website, BelfastInternationalTattoo.com. There you are. And also, I can't remember if I reported this story when it dropped uh, as well, but their pipe major for the tattoo was announced as well. And uh, so, yeah, congratulations to pipe major Glenn Baxter. Yeah, who will be the pipe major of the belfast international tattoo so hopefully we'll get catching up with glenn at some point this year and find out about all the work that's going on behind the scenes at the belfast tattoo looking forward to that so yeah pipe major glenn baxter not bad so on to another stuff that rab got wrong so we have to sing the song don't we stuff that rab got wrong Now, I quite frequently get stuff wrong here on the show, okay? I am kind of famous for pronouncing names wrong, especially places wrong. And, uh, yeah, sometimes I do get my facts wrong as well. So, if I do... Please let me know. You know, if I don't know, then how can I correct it? How can I learn, I guess? So, yeah, our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. I did get a couple of emails on this. Uh, so, yeah, I mentioned about Jules Holland and the show there at New Year's. And I foolishly, stupidly said that it was the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards who played on Jules Holland. And I was absolutely Yeah, completely wrong. And yeah, whenever I listened back to it in the edit, I thought to myself, that's not right. That's wrong. Uh, Do I re record that again? Uh, But I foolishly let it go. And yes, I was completely wrong. So apologies. Yes, it was not the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards. It was the Scots Guards who play every year on Jules Holland. So my apologies. That's absolutely stuff that Rab got wrong. Two completely different regiments. And uh, so, yeah stuff but got drunk. and if there is anything else that i do manage to get uh, dreadfully wrong here on the show please do let us know and yeah that email address again bigrabshow at gmail.com let us know all right now also in rab show news we are still on the lookout for volunteers we did get a couple of questions asking well you're looking for volunteers but what do you want us to do Uh, Well, yeah, the crux of it is, is we are looking for someone who has experience of the bagpiping scene or just has a love of the music in any way at all. We want people to help us on the team to attend events, be it a pipe band competition, a concert, wherever, and then help us to cover it. Now, that could mean multiple things, could be photography, could be filming it, live streaming it, it could be helping us on the day with gathering interviews and things like that. You know, just basically there's a lot of logistics that are involved in covering a lot of piping events across our competitive calendar. And as a result, yeah, I can't really do it all on my own. So we do have a team of people behind the scenes. Shout out to all of them guys there. Big Rap Show team are awesome. Yeah, um, there is a a lot of people who help make this show a reality. And yeah, the more hands to the pump that we have, the easier it will be in all of us. Uh, So, yeah, if you feel that you can help us in any way, then please do get in contact with us. We are very keen uh, to possibly grab another couple of volunteers to help lighten the load, I guess. This incoming season is going to be quite intense. Compared to 2022, uh, where we were rebuilding, rediscovering, all that type of stuff was the mantra, I guess. Uh, Well, now we've rebuilt... (laughs) and we've rediscovered and all of that and we've reconnected so yeah we are expecting a full competitive calendar this year as well as tons of great concerts as well as some travel and possibly some international travel as well Uh, so yeah ourselves and rab show team have a wealth of opportunities for attending these events and we would love to go to as many as we can and cover them as best we can and we can only really do that with uh, with some extra help so if there's anyone out there that can help us but at big rab show please do get in contact we'd absolutely love to hear from you especially if you have any questions you know so ah grab i don't know if i can help you or not but uh what would you like me to do Uh, well do you know what i mean just ask questions and we're more than happy to chat with you. So, if you have a background in piping, if you have a love of it at all, if you've attended an event and you think, wow, this is cool, uh, <laughs> then please do get in contact with us. We would love to hear from you. Uh, so, bigrabshow at gmail.com, that address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We're actively seeking uh, some additional help this incoming season because that's, that's going to be a big year. You know, seriously. 2023 is shaping up to be a massive year so yeah we have a lot to cover a lot of ground to cover Uh, yeah and the more people helping us out the easier it'll all be and yeah we'll be able to share our music with so many people you know so yeah that's exactly what we're after so if you can help, get in contact all right Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let The Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab for a 30-day free trial. It's time for Dates for Your Diary, here on the Big Rap Show podcast. Okay, so time for some Dates for Your Diary then. Well, this weekend on the 21st of January... I have to give a shout-out to the Vale of Athol Pipe Band, who are hosting their Junior Solos event. That's going to be held in Pitlockery High School there. So, that's the 21st of January. Good luck to everyone competing there. I think they did uh, publish the full rundown of uh, who all's competing and what level. All of that stuff. So, it's all available now on the Vale of Athol uh, Pipe Band uh, social media. You can go and check that out. So, yeah, that's happening this weekend, 21st of January. Looking forward to that. Yeah, a wealth of young talent there. That's going to be Fantastic. Alright, the next one of course, as I mentioned before, Celtic Connections, they're opening their doors, well, tomorrow as I'm recording this, but the 19th of January, and it'll run all the way through to the 5th of February, and there is a wealth of dates aplenty all throughout the Celtic Connections Festival. Go and check it out, the CelticConnections.com, the website, it's, yeah, it's absolutely packed full of great music, so go and check that out, that's running from the 19th of January to the 15th, uh, the 19th of January to the 5th of February, Sorry, alright, there you go. Alright, moving on to our next day for your diary. At the 28th of January, Down Academy Pipe Band are hosting a quiz and raffle night. This will be held in Balnahinch Rugby Club. So if you'd like to go along and help support Down Academy and do a spot of fundraising for the band, uh, there you go. 28th of January. Head along to Balnahinch Rugby Club and enjoy a quiz and raffle night. That sounds like a bit of fun. Yeah. Now also closer to home here, the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch are holding a branch meeting. This will be held via Zoom and this will be on the 1st of February. Now your secretaries should already have received details about this upcoming meeting. uh, But if they haven't, then please give them a shake. Tell them to check their emails and make sure that your band attends this branch meeting. Yeah, so RSPBA Northern Ireland branch meeting coming up on the 1st of February to be held via Zoom. There you are. Also, to give a shout to the National Piping Centre, they've mentioned in recent publications that their adult winter gathering is going to be commencing again. And this will be on the 6th all the way through to the 9th of February. Now, this will be a combination of both in-person tuition as well as online. So, if you would like to take part in that, go along, check out the National Piping Centre's website for full details uh, of how to get enrolled and how you can get involved. Uh, But, yeah, their adult winter gathering is happening the 6th to the 9th of February. There you are. Another dip for your diary. Uh, Moving on, the Leinster Solos are going to be taking place very soon. Uh, These open the door on the 11th of February. This will be held at the Rush National School. They're in Rush. So, yeah, shout out to everyone who's going to be entering for the Leinster Solos. I think full details now are available on the IPBA website for all your entry requirements and such. All your entry forms and fees, all that stuff. Uh, But, yeah, just to let you know, the Leinster Solos are coming up and that's on the 11th of February. Yeah. Now, I also have to mention that the All Ireland solos are happening on the 18th of February. Uh, so, the following week, actually. So, and that's going to be in Listener Garvey High School. Now, these are the ones that were postponed from last year. Uh, so, yeah, they weren't cancelled, they were postponed. So, this is why we now have an All Ireland solos in February. Which is a bit unusual uh, but hey, definitely worth attending. So if you are interested this is happening, listen to Garvey High School on the 18th of February for the All Ireland Solos. There you are. Alright, and again, I have to briefly mention the Piping Hot Summer Drummer is opening its doors as well on the 23rd to the 26th of February. Uh, so, yeah, if you are interested in enrolling for that, I think the enrollments are still open currently, uh, although I may be wrong there. But definitely consider going and checking out their socials for full details there about Piping Hot Summer Drummer. Yeah, they are. 23rd to the 26th of Feb. And that's pretty much it for this week's uh, uh, Dates for Your Diary. There you go. That'll take you up to the end of February anyway. all right well i think we've pretty much covered everything at this point we've got dates for your diary the news and updates and all that quite a busy show this week but uh yeah the reason why you've clicked on this week's episode to begin with i you guessed it, it's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea it's time for the topic of the week, the British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognize and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its x and cage system this futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer such as the phantom smoked walnuts and the very popular merlin finishes of which there are three new additions for 2022 platinum violet Emerald, the bass and tenors now come with Georgian oak hoops, which feature their head stress management system and wide mass claws for all round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing, and feel amazing. Hello, this is Scott Wood. And you're listening to the Big Rab Show. Ah yes, this week's topic of the week, and it's a good one. One of which that I've been kind of researching this last while for good reason. Um well, yeah, do we need competition? This thing that we do in the bagpiping world is really quite unique. Uh you know, we are essentially competing at art. And you know, we've always said this on the show that one man's art is another man's trash. And this last while I have been, uh, yeah, I've been going down a bit of a rabbit hole on Google and YouTube and all that type of stuff, finding out what other kind of competitive art forms there are out there. Now, obviously, in the music world, you have competitive brass bands, you have competitive marching bands, flute bands, accordion bands, everything that has a band, apparently, uh, yeah, there is some form of competition involved even especially in the united states we have the dci world and all of that that's involved uh, but yeah competitive music seems to be a legitimate thing that has been around for eons and by a yeah by a lot of folks estimation is that if you do not compete then you're no good uh so <clears> hmm <throat> That's what sent me down the rabbit hole. So I was looking at various different competitions that exist out there, and I said there's various different types of competitive music. But not only competitive music, there's one thing that I came across that really sparked this week's topic of the week, I guess. Have you folks ever heard of competitive husband calling? I'll say that again. Competitive husband calling. Yeah. Now there's also competitive uh, pig calling. There is competitive bird calling, and the one that I really thoroughly enjoyed. Now this was a world that oh, I've spent days looking at this. There is competitive auctioneering. Oh yeah, competitive auctioneering. Now this was a world that I knew nothing about, but is taken. Absolutely, ultra seriously, there is an actual world championship for this auctioneering thing. And uh, I don't know if it's uniquely American, uh, but it seemed to be most auctioneers and stuff that I watched in the world championships of auctioneering were all American. They were all wearing the big 10 gallon hats and were all talking at a million miles an hour. Hey, bada 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 one, bada 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 two, bada, bada. You know, those guys, those ones. I can't do it, you know, but with me and my dodgy Northern Irish accent, but l- listening to these guys doing it, it 's almost like a song that's beautifully crafted, you know, they're talking about the weight of the stair, the price of the stair, and you're going to throw an extra da 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 what's going on? This was fascinating to me, and how much work and dedication goes into this. It can be all consuming now, husband calling. And pig calling where you're basically going, swee, sweet, and all this here. And uh, right, trust me, if you Google those things, have a look at YouTube videos and stuff. And uh, you can, you can absolutely tear away for hours looking at this stuff. And it's fascinating. Especially the husband calling one. That's hilarious. Where basically it's... its uh, Well, it's not hilarious. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. So the people who take this ultra-competitively and seriously... I shouldn't be laughing at it. Uh, but yeah, it's basically uh, women who competitively call for their husbands. So they go up on stage. They get a microphone and they go... David! Your tea's ready! David! And yeah, they win prizes and cash money at this. It's fascinating. Anyway... The whole reason I was looking at all of these competitive events is because they all have one thing that's in common. And that's the work and preparation that goes into it. And the sheer dedication from these people to win prizes at this top level. Now, as well as me watching these documentaries and things and all of these different competitions for competitive music and, you know, those fun events like I mentioned there, the auctioneering and such. That's the one thing that came across. ...is that just how seriously they took it... ...and the preparation involved in work... ...and that's exactly where I likened it to the bagpiping scene. There may well be people out there who are looking at our bagpiping scene... ...and laughing and going... ...wow, these folks take that really seriously... ...and uh, like they work furiously all year long... ...the sheer amount of blood, sweat, tears and practice that they put in all to go to glasgow and win the world championships yeah whenever you say it like that you know with with a complete non piping fans opinion it does seem kind of (laughs) ludicrous you know Uh, but hey i am not saying that for a moment you know we are heavily involved in the piping scene and we absolutely love our competitive scene but it has been suggested in previous years here on the big rab show as i've listened back through some of the archives We have mentioned this before on the show about our competitive scene being not the only scene in the piping world. We've mentioned this before that we've talked to some of the biggest guns in the piping scene who are involved both at a competitive level but also at a performance level. Now a fine example of that would be Fred Morrison who we've spoke to many times before uh, then long before he started dipping his heels back into the world of solo competitive piping and treading the boards at Glenfiddich this past year. Fred Morrison is a perfect example of that where he was able to jump into the competitive scene, decide ah, this is way too serious for me. Possibly I'm not having as much fun with it as I would have liked and then starts writing tunes like Train Journey North, Kansas City Hornpipe tunes that are fun that you can stomp the floor with. And yeah, just enjoy playing. And then you can turn it on its head again. You can go back in and start playing these 20 minute peabrooks, back to your MSRs and all of that. Yeah, you, you can delve into both worlds. So, Fred Morrison, for me, is a perfect example of that, with his toe in both worlds, I guess. And that's kind of a perfect illustration of what I want to talk about in this week's topic of the week. It's been suggested that competition in the piping scene is stifling the art form now we've mentioned that before when we've mentioned uh, in interviews with various folks from throughout the folk music scene is that they felt constrained whenever playing in a pipe band you never really got the opportunity to really branch out and be creative and play the music that they felt they needed to play. Bands such as Brayback, Rora, all these big name bands—they all have musical freedom, where they don't have a, a pipe major or a lead tipper shouting and yelling at them to get that third part right. You missed a, you know, you missed a Dublin there. Come on, that's shocking! And your bird was way off. What are you doing? Uh, so yeah, the, the, you know, when you don't have that pipe major yelling at you for complete accuracy but you're going for more of a feel. I get it. I get it. Now, I think a perfect example also is whenever you buy a pipe band CD, especially one from a concert, just thinking recently there, from the St. Lawrence Atul concert from Turis Kjall Resume, that was absolutely blistering. I love that one. And then, of course, the latest one there that we got from Inverarian District, A Night in That Land. Both of those were perfect examples of pipe bands who... Yeah, looked away from the competition circle, I would argue, and were really creative with their concert settings, and really kind of pushed the envelope and said, well, hi, we're going to have some fun here. We're going to play some music that we want to play, you know, that not just the stuff that will win us prizes inside that circle, but yeah, we want to play some big sweeping su- suites of music that take t- t- people on a musical journey. And uh, yeah, Inverary and St Lawrence are just two examples of more recent recordings, but you can go back through the archives for years for loads of other bands who do similar thing. Now, you can argue that our medley selections are supposed to do just that, but you folks know out there that most bands out there do stick to the usual formula. You start out with either a 2-4 March or a Hornpipe, and then you're into... Yeah, you guessed it. It's the usual sort of form. You know, you'll go to a certain part, then you get to a slow air, then maybe a reprieve or something into a stress bay, and then you're... Do you know what I mean? It's pipe bands by the numbers, and it's kind of always been that way. Uh, you know, the bands out there know, well, this is a certain formula that you play in your medley selection that will be acceptable in your whatever timescale you have, and, that yeah, it'll showcase our ability hopefully within that time limit and the judge will also be happy with our performance so yeah over the years we have seen bands stretch that however there have been a few bands out there that have stretched that limit and possibly started throwing in the likes of p or sounding a little bit more like concert pieces with calls and answers reprieves and different things like that changes of rhythms introduction of waltz time compound time different things like that that are really quite interesting and even but this past year we had in vararian district who oh, shock horror controversy their drum core were backsticking in their final tune uh which some people thought "Oh, that's just for concerts keep it there but others myself included i was an absolute fan of this you know i think wow more of that please i was absolutely all for it so you get my meaning here I guess pipe bands have been marching into that competitive circle... on piping and drumming by numbers... ...and they've been doing it now for generations. And has that stifled the art form? I don't know. It's a good argument to have, though. With bands marching in and out of that circle each and every year... ...have we seen the art form pushed forward as a result of competition... ...or have we seen it stay the same? Now, we've mentioned it here in the show... ...that the standard of musicianship and competition... ...is just... I, I, ...I can't get any better. I, you know? The standard of playing is just ridiculous. Especially from an ensemble point of view. These are not pipe bands, in some opinions. Uh, they're they're living, breathing orchestras... ...that walk in there... ...and can absolutely melt your face... ...and then just walk out as if nothing happened. And, yeah. There is the argument, of course, that... ...you know... ...the competition is an art form in itself and should be respected as such. So I guess, yeah, there's an argument to and four. I guess. Uh, but what we're talking about on the pod this week is whether competition is the be-all, end-all. Is it a requirement of being a good piper or a good drummer, for that matter? I know loads of people out there who have delved into the competitive scene, felt stifled as a result, not getting that full musical... Yeah, hadn't got that... You know, they didn't get the scratch of the itch that they have. Does that make sense? (laughs) So, yeah, they've delved into the world of Celtic and folk music and never looked back. Now, we have talked to some of the Celtic and folk people who have came from the piping scene, and they do look back fondly, and they do, every now and again, periodically say, well, maybe I would like to get back into that competition circle just to see, you know. Now I've had all of this musical freedom. What would it be like to go back in and start having to play? MSRs, you know? So it's an interesting one. One of which, a question I want to pose to you folks out there, first of all. Our email address, as always, is bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. What do you think? Do you think that our competition scene is the piping scene? Now, if you're not involved in competition, are you involved in the piping scene? It's been suggested that you're not a legitimate bagpiper, you're not a legitimate drummer, unless you've been in competition and won prizes. Yeah, now I can draw comparisons to what's been happening to Alison Crowley Duncan, of course. Over there on TikTok and YouTube and all that, we've known her as Piper Alley, of course. She's drew a lot of criticism over the years of people saying that she's not really a bagpiper because she's not competing However, Alison has had yeah her fair share of experience in the piping scene. She actually won the world championships with her pipe band. Uh, so, yeah, she's been well-versed in the competitive scene, but has chosen, instead, not to compete and, and just enjoy musical freedom. So, she can thump out tunes by ACDC, Guns N' Roses, whatever takes her fancy. You know, having that musical freedom, there's yeah, there's a joy in that. So, yeah, this is the question we're asking. Now, I'm going to give my own opinion. I always get criticised for never giving my own opinion. So here goes. I'm throwing myself under the bus. For me, competition is an absolute driving, driving factor for me as a musician. I love being a competitive musician. Or I loved, I should say. Uh, But yeah, it was absolutely a driving force for me. If I knew I had a competition coming up on a Saturday, or if I knew I had a specific MSR set that I needed to get learned by a certain date, you know, and there's a competition coming up, I still haven't got that second part yet. It was a driver for me to sit down at the table with the pad and sticks and get it done. Otherwise... I just don't know if I would have had the personal drive to do the work and actually get better. And that, that's one thing that competitions really did push me as a musician. You know, if I knew there was a competition coming up and I had to prepare for it, then yeah, I put the work in. I practiced and I, you know, done the work at home. I also done the work at band practice. And Yeah, I enjoyed it from that aspect. Being competitive and being able to walk into that circle and having a judge and the pressure of that, having the crowd stare at your every move and if you have a slip or you go into the wrong part or something, then it just feels terrible because you've let everyone else around you down. All of that pressure. I thrived on it. I don't know what it was. I think it's just me, you know, as being a competitive type of person, I guess, but it absolutely was a driving force for me whenever I was playing competitively. And I could absolutely see the appeal and why people want to keep coming back for more. I honestly can't describe the buzz you feel after you walk off that line at the World Championships and you know you've played a good set. There's no feeling like it. ...in the world. Now, I've played in some big stages, you know, in the Celtic and folk scene. and I, Yeah, away from competitive piping and drumming. And those feelings are great. When you have an audience clapping and cheering and dancing along, yeah, that's awesome. And it is a quite a good buzz. But honestly, the buzz that I got personally from competing just didn't compare. For me, competing was absolutely a driving force for me, as I've mentioned. And uh, yeah, I think it absolutely has a place in our piping scene. But at the same token, so does our Celtic and folk music scene, where they're not involved competitively at all, and they do have that musical freedom. So there is an argument for and against competition. That's my opinion. I would absolutely argue that we do need competition to help Improve musicianship across the board, but whether it actually pushes the art form, don't know. Don't know. It may well be, or may well be, musically stifling in a way. That's my opinion. You can take it for what it's worth. Uh, I'm throwing myself under the bus here, but yeah, I'm acting on criticism. I have said before that I didn't really normally give my opinions on things. I like to sit on the fence, but there you go. That's my opinion here. And you can let me have it with both barrels. BigRabShow at But that's where I see it. That's where I see our competition scene at the moment. And uh, yeah, for those out there who are competitive people and lifting that trophy is an absolute goal for them, then yes, have at it. Go for it. And I, yeah, every single week we'll talk about it here in the show. It's absolutely a focus of a lot of people in the scene. And yeah, we're there for it. Absolutely. But also, we recognize that... Competitive piping and drumming is not the be-all and end-all. Sometimes, simply playing for the enjoyment of the music is where it's at as well. So, yeah, it's a good argument to have, one of which we don't have any clear solution. You've heard my opinions, however, uh, so we would love to hear yours. Our email address is always bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address, again, bigrabshow at gmail. .com. I'm very aware that there's a lot of people listening right now who are competitive players and will have strong opinions on this, Uh, but also we'll have some people out there who are not competitive players at all and uh, will have opinions on this as well. So we would love to know uh, your opinions on it and we'd love to know yeah, we'll possibly even bring this to a future pod if we get enough argument going on, I guess. There you are. bigrabshow@gmail.com. So do we need competition or not? I don't know. The choice is yours. There you go. <laughs> that's it for this week's topic of the week uh, so yeah again i'm going to put out the call again for volunteers I know i've already mentioned it in the news and updates uh, but yeah if you can help us here on the big rab show team with any of our production for our content here in the show be it live streaming video audio even research anything like that at all then please do get in contact with us bigrabshow@gmail.com. we would love to hear from you all righty well Thank you for tuning in this week and each and every week. And don't forget to tell your mates about our wee show as well. Because, yeah, each week we do introduce more people to what we're doing over here. Talking away about the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. And we wouldn't have it any other way. Don't forget to check us out on Patreon as well, where we do have episodes of Rab Show Plus up there. where you did get a sneak peek last week. Um, and, yeah, there's a load of extra stuff up there. Interviews, performances, video clips, diaries... All sorts of great stuff there on Patreon. Go and check it out at your leisure. And yeah, click on support and be part of the Patreon faithful. Alrighty. Folks, that's us for another Big Rab Show this week. Thank you all for downloading. And we will see you all again next week for even more bagpiping goodness. Until then, all the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.